Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, another rainy day in Edinburgh. We have uh, people here. There's children. One lady, girl, not looking at me. Very upset. What's the matter? Nothing. What's your name, miss? Tina? Tegan. Do you have a sister named Sarah? If you. That's your sister? Interesting. Is she nice to you, Tegan? No. What's your fucking problem, Bethany? <laughs> yeah, we're starting this off with a bang. Most Ember shows you hear about the performer's family. This show, you're going to hear about your own families. What does she do to you, Tegan? We'll start the show in a second. She kicks you. What the fuck, Bethany? <laughs> Hang you upside down. What, what has Tegan done to deserve such behavior? She lies? You put it on Instagram. What kind of weird Jeremy Kyle show have I wandered into? There's just two hipster bros just leaning at the bar, waiting to start up a, some sort of website about shoes. Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> www.shoesonyourfeet.com and you just, unless they have Patrick Swayze on them, they're not cool, right guys? That joke was so good you didn't even get it, but next year, brilliant. What's your name, guys? Uh, my name's Ed. Hi, Ed. And what are you doing at the Fringe? I can see your lanyard. Uh, I'm doing a show. Hang on. Here we go. Don't you fucking fly my audience. <laughs> all Tegan has been through there. enough. We don't need to see your student production of fame. What is it? Uh, it's a sketch show. Sketch show. Is it good? Well, uh, you're yes. Yes. Pardon me? What's your story, America? I'm from America. Good story. <laughs> what part of America? Uh, LA. LA? What part of LA? Long Beach. Interesting. <laughs> I've never been to LA, so you could have literally said the Dragon Cove, and I would have been like, I hear it's nice there. You're in the Dragon Cove of Long Beach Absolutely. with the coffees? No, no, it's not the Dragon Cove. The, the other side? The other side, yeah. Yeah, with the, with the jam. Uh, with the jazz. Oh, with the jazz. Yeah. Trendy area. Right, Tegan? <laughs> what the fuck? Why are you staring at me like every... How old are you? You are the most tween girl I've ever met. You're just staring at me like I'm embarrassing you. I'm not your father. I'm not embarrassing you. Guys, it's going to get better in a second. As soon as these guys get drinks, let me explain what's going on. It's the halfway point of the fringe. So usually the show is I get up and I riff with various people. But today, I riff with the audience, talk about my farts, all that sort of stuff. But we're going to do something a little bit different today. I have guests. What? Guests. Two of them are comedians that just showed up to watch the show, and I'm going to make them get up anyway. Because fuck you guys. You're not working. I'm going to make you work. And also, you guys as an audience are not bringing it energy-wise. And that is not fair. This is a free show. At least pretend to laugh. You're smiling. Give it a little bit more. What's your name, brother? Ricky. Ricky. Is it really? Yeah, actually. But you don't know how... Do you kick people? Yeah, a Ricky should be like an action hero. Like, Ricky jumps out of an airplane with the guns pointed back at the baddie, and he shoots. R you look like a Richard. No, that, his, his first name is John, fuckface. <laughs> Don't fucking try an action movie me. I will action movie you. I'll talk about the deep cuts of Steven Seagal. I'm hard to kill. Steven Seagal, Tegan, was a fat man from the 1980s, and he had a ponytail, and every movie goes like this. He has a brother, the brother dies, and then he gets revenge. 
Sort of the opposite of your story with your sister and that you want your sister to die because she keeps hanging you upside down. Why does she do that? Why do you annoy them? She has a bigger room than you. And what has she done to deserve that? Nothing. How inconsiderate of you, Bethany. Is that your mom right there? And your dad. Your dad is not pleased with me, and your mom is having a great fucking time. <laughs> Hello, sir. How are you? You're a very tough man, aren't you? I don't believe you. You have tattoos, and not because they're cool, but because you fucking wanted pain. <laughs> what do you do for a living, sir? Paramedic. You're a paramedic? God, that's a tough job. You don't even give them CPR. You just yell at them until they come back to life, don't you? <laughs> what are you, a pussy? I haven't had lungs for 10 years and I'm fine. <laughs> and where do you paramede? Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Oh, during the French, what's the weirdest thing you've been called to during the French as a paramedic? <laughs> I have so many questions. Was the person dressed as a witch? Well, first, um, the mystery continues. Where was it in Edinburgh? Yeah, fuck it. Don't give the actual address of the person's name. It was not far from here. Not far from here. It's a very Scottish answer, which you gave words, but no information. As if you're afraid the English are going to come up and take that place. That was a very good joke, and a lot of you are English and didn't appreciate the humor, but the Scottish people did what they do, which is they nodded and went, that's exactly what he's doing. Uh, and so you showed up. How I, children in the room, please all earmuffs for a second. Young man, please. I know it's your father and he probably told you the story, but for my soul. Has he already heard the story? Okay, good. So how far up the... Don't act like you don't want to know. It's two different stories. If it's just the, like the tip, you're like, well, that was just a mopping accident gone awry. But if it's halfway, you're like, what an impressive gentleman. Which end? Oh, fucking great point. I was just going hand, was it the business end of the broom? Um, oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, at what time of day? 11 o'clock at night. Oh, boy. It, if daytime, it was creepy, but 11 o'clock at night, like, you're not drunk enough to look at a broom and go, well, one time I'd like to try that. So you showed up. <laughs> I had no idea what we were going to talk about on the show today. And the gods of improv have blessed me with a story. Okay. What was the other guy doing? Was he just like, listen, so we were, we were rehearsing for a very weird version of The Wizard of Oz. There was a banana peel. The inevitable happened. No, the other guy thought he was getting something else. What did he think he was getting? A, real, a really clean house? It's just like how calm you are. Like, what, you've never walked into a room and someone just has a broom up their bunghole? Like, come on. You never lived. It's Edinburgh. Go nuts, man. So you get there. 
There's a broom. I feel like the guy who did it is trying to be really nonchalant. Like, have you ever been in that weird situation where things have gone awry and he's just like, yeah, you know, like we were cleaning house and then he coughed, etc. Or is he just like, we're into some weird shit. The broom. Mm. Apologies. Why were the police called? Because the guy thought he was getting something normal. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. The guy was behind him at the time. What the fuck happens in this country 11 months of the year? There's a sign in front of my venue, by the way, that says, do not put any more fruit in the drain. And that has become the enigma of my life. Because I have never drank so much that I've looked at bananas and thought, we got to put these in the sewer. And now, what, what, so what did you do? Did you just take it out and went, good luck, buddy? No, it's already taken out. Then what were you doing there, just laughing? Dial 99. Hey, there is something you guys are going to fucking love. <laughs> and what's the craziest call you've ever gotten? Is that it? Um, yeah, that's, that's up there. That's up there. What's number two? And then I'm going to bring the first guest on. Um, number two. There's, oh, I think Bethany has one. Was it the time that Bethany's boyfriend hung your daughter upside down? No. Did you, <laughs> did you know about that behavior going on? No. Do you know what she put on the comment? What did she put on the comment, Tegan? Please share. Blonde abuse and still smiling. It was an okay joke, but as you can tell from this audience, <laughs> they didn't really get it. Can you try it one more time? She never even helped me. I know she didn't. She's a bad person. But don't worry. She's going to get her own because, you know, life's that way. All right. So that's your dad. He's a paramedic. And what does your mom do for a living? She works in Domo in Ocean Terminal. Well, bags, etc. I don't know what you just said. Miss, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do for a living? I just work in a shop. You just work in a shop. That's how you answer a question, Tegan. <laughs> you did what kids do, which had really expen like really odd information to it. She works in a place with bags. I don't really know. I'm too busy trying to get the blood to go back out of my feet because my, bo a girl, my sister's boyfriend is an abusive son of a bitch. Don't worry. Look at your father. That man's dead by the end of the day. He thinks he's tough and he's like, ooh, look at my muscles. He's not tough. Your father is tough. Look at that face. It's never even smiled. <laughs> right there, he didn't even smile. He just looked at his feet and went, uh-oh, emotion. <laughs> Correct, sir? No. no. See? Can't even be bested by me because I'm a Canadian. Don't look at them, look at me. You're under my protection. You can't be grounded for any of this. That's a lie. All right, Tegan, I'm gonna bring on my first guest and we're gonna, we're gonna talk to him. Do you wanna meet him? No. Thanks for really going along with the program. I, I'm starting to side with your sister and her boyfriend on this. Do you wanna meet him? Yeah. A little bit more pizzazz behind that. Yeah. One more time. Yes. I said one more goddamn time. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for the first guest of the Anything Could Be You podcast podcast? And I mean ever. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. 
All right, guys. Well, a little theme on this show. I know you guys probably haven't heard or listened to it. You can. It's available on my website, John Hastings Comedy. And one of the themes is I really like pro wrestling, so I try and talk about it. And then the audience goes, shut the fuck up about it. And then I go, no, here's an anecdote about Ric Flair. And then they go, really? And then I go, yeah, 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 he's awesome. He, he bought a limousine even though he was making $1,500 a week. See you later, Tegan. And uh, is that your brother? Did you just steal his Coke? I'm going to sit over here. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, my first guest of the Anything Can Be a Podcast podcast is Cole Cabana, everybody. Cole Cabana. <laughs> Hi, Colt. How are you, buddy? I'm great. Tegan, how are you? Um, let it be known, I go, uh, I know, so right away I go, I notice there's some kids here. Uh, should I like be swearing or keep it down? And John's like, yeah, you know, nothing too crazy. And then the first thing he says is, fuck shit, fuck, fuck. So... It's not my fault. John's story deserved cursing. You can't be like, oh, fiddly D, there's a broom in the naughty place. Like Jesus. He, <laughs> he is intimidating. Right? Oh, man. What I like is you don't even realize you're intimidating because you're Scottish. You're just like, I just have a face. <laughs> and I am a professional wrestler. Yeah, you've been around intimidating people. Yes, you, my friend. Have you ever thought about going into professional wrestling? <laughs> you watch it, though. Who's your favorite wrestler? Is it Colt? Oh, close. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys know who The Undertaker is? He's, he's my favorite professional wrestler for a weird reason, and it's that he never breaks his gimmick, even though his gimmick is he's a dead man. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic. What's it like, because you are a professional wrestler. Right? I am. Yeah. What is it like just, because you have to be in the airport with these people, and I assume they don't want to get recognized. What's the weirdest situation where you've seen, like someone with a, like there was a wrestler called the Gobbledygooker for a yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. The gobbledygooker was a man dressed as a turkey who came out of a giant egg. I know what you're thinking. I really want to watch that. You don't. It was shit. Well, may maybe you're, you're asking me, like, Colt, do you make sure you never break character? Yeah, do you never try and to break character? When I was in the WWE, because I was for two years, I wrestled as the only Jewish professional wrestler, Scotty Goldman. And so, uh, let me just point out, I know what you're thinking. That sounds a bit racist. Yeah, welcome to the world of yeah, professional wrestling, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yep. PC can go fuck itself. <laughs> Vince McMahon looked at me and said, Colt, you're Jewish? Yeah. Like, you're going to be Goldman. Go out there and spin a dreidel. And that's... He didn't actually say that. No, I thought I'd get a joke, but then I, I remember that nobody here gives a fuck about wrestling. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I'll tell you about the Red Rooster. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, I love the Red Rooster. So the Red Rooster is a guy, he was a wrestler named Terry Taylor, and he would always have to stay in character, not by his choice, but by the god of pro wrestling, Vince McMahon, who gave him a job. And Can said, I just describe, Terry Taylor, by the way, he looks like your dad's friend who loves golf. Like, he always has <laughs> combed hair, he's in a colored t-shirt. He, he just seems like he'd be like, I know we were talking about something interesting, but I was reading about stock tips today. And did you know if you diversify your 401k, the dividends could be rewarding in 10 to 15 years? But then... He, <laughs> You're going to look up Terry Taylor yeah. and you go, holy fuck, A, accurate description, B, John Hastings cares way too much about pro wrestling <laughs> that he came up with such an apt description. Yeah, and he does all that while in little briefs. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. oiled up with, with a bunch of baby oil. But what the fuck is with the oil, by the way? It gives you a good... I mean, there's lights on. If I had some oil right now, I'd... I wouldn't, I'd oil up my arms and, and a little bit of my face so we can get a good glean here for you That's guys. That's creepier than John's story. The idea that you want to oil up your face to yeah, be talking on... Yeah, I'm a performer, you know? That's true. I'm here for you guys. I haven't even showered yet today. 
I am well aware. I know. <laughs> yeah. Listen, the morning is hard. You know, there's coffee and people have responsibilities. Fuck, fuck it. Anyway. Well, speaking of mornings, the yeah. Red Rooster, his character was the Red Rooster, the rooster. And, and Vince McMahon said, well, you have to live this character. So the Million Dollar Man was a wrestler, Ted yes. DiBiase. He was the Million Dollar Man. So he would, Vince McMahon said, here's money. Always show that you have money. That's your character. Great. Great character. Amazing. Red Rooster was the rooster. So Vince McMahon specific. I think you need to clarify when you say a rooster, what do you mean by that? That's oh, is it different here? No, but let's just explain. He made a human being act like he was an actual rooster yeah, yeah. for five years in the 80s. <laughs> he, had, he had the middle of his hair dyed red, and he had to walk around society. Like what, Colt? I, for the podcast listener, I'm bobbing my head like a rooster and, and yelling out cock-a-doodle-doo. How the fuck? Like what? Imagine that's your life. You're sitting there. You're an you are an athlete and know what somebody think. Well, I don't think wrestling's athletic. Well, you fall off the top of a cage and then you tell me about fucking running a lap. And so you, your entire life comes down to the fact you're in uh, uh, LaGuardia Airport in New York. You're trying to get your boarding pass and you got to go, top of the morning, cockle doodle doo! And then just stare in the mirror in the bathroom and think about killing yourself. I'm sure. Is, have you read his audio 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 biography, <laughs> the one he did on tape? Um, all right. <laughs> Terry Taylor's career so gone so badly that the only way he could release a book was on a cassette tape in 2005. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true, but a lot of you are believing. You're like, is that true? Yes, yes, it is. Go find it. Mm -hmm. They love wrestling, these guys. Yeah, right. They let's love talk, it. Let's, let's talk to the... So, I'll, I'll finish the story. Please, please, sorry. Uh, Terry Taylor, the Red Rooster, Vince McMahon, um, you know, as a wrestler, yourself, you probably understand this. You want to wake up at 11, 12, drive to the next town. Love it. Terry Taylor had to... They, they got him 5 a.m. Uh, flights every single morning. <laughs> he had to be the first person at the airport uh, because that's what a rooster would do. He did would they, be the first person there. <laughs> yeah. That's a true story. Did they serve him seeds? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you got to keep this legit red. They called him red, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Did they really? Not Terry Taylor. They're like red. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just believe everything you're saying. You could have been like, they called him uh, 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 Big Beak McGillicuddy. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, makes sense. BBM. Makes sense. All right, there's some American people, and there's one American man, KC. Are you a Kansas City Chiefs fan? Yes, you love Barry Bonds? Not Barry Bonds. No. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. His name is Bo Jackson. <laughs> Dave, Pardon? what? Steve Balbona. Do you know that guy? Balboni. Steve Balboni. I know what you're thinking. Hey, have you guys transitioned to a sport even less British people care about? <laughs> you're goddamn right we have. Let's talk about Bo Jackson. or Who's Steve Balboni? Which he was the, the first... Like, in, in, okay, let me explain in baseball. Ba yeah. So in North America, we have this sport called baseball, which is really fun to watch live and is like taking a nap when on television. You have to drink to it. You have to. It's like cricket, only without any of the interesting stuff. And I uh, thought that would get a laugh. Instead, it got a nice stare. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, but basically, but baseball, it's the most fun thing to watch live because there's so much excitement. The fans are fucking ridiculous because it's all fat dudes with mustaches just yelling out numbers and statistics. Wait. Do you know here that like darts is like the coolest thing ever? Dude, I went to the World Series of darts. Uh, somebody showed me the video oh, of darts. The, it's it, it, get set your phasers to mullet. It is a delight. <laughs> because Steve Balbon Balboni, he would have been like the darts champion. He looked exact. He looked like a dartsman, not a baseball player. Yeah, was he like one of those great ba like pre-steroid baseball? Everyone just had a gut 
a mustache. They're constantly eating in the dugout, right? smoking cigarettes. Like they're just putting it out on their shoe. Oh, I better go earn a hundred thousand dollars. They tap the tap the ball, be like, yeah, and then just stroll the first base. And then a man named Bo Jackson came along, who did two sports. He's basically an animal. He never worked out. He only would work out by hunting animals in the woods in Kansas. He's a beast of, I'm dead serious. His documentary is called You Don't Know Bo, and the first half was all of his teachers being like, he's a great athlete, but what a bully, because he had to be. He was just a monster of a kid. And he went to go play for the Kansas City Chiefs, and what did he do, like his second game? What did he do, do you, you remember? The Royals, by the way. Fuck, I don't. He played, he played for the Royals, and the Raiders was football. I know, I didn't know. He played for the Oakland Raiders. Oh, we'll talk about the Oakland, Ra- Oakland what, Raiders. What are you trying to get at? His hip bone? I'm trying to get at everything, man. I just love him so much because he was just a monster. Let it be known that it's your podcast and you keep staring out this window. That flag is really distracting me because it looks like the flag of Nova Scotia in Canada. And I keep going, are we in Canada? I should have gotten more sleep last night. Yeah. I, I ate a chicken shawarma at 4 a.m. And <laughs> my dreams were really fucked up. I dreamt I was on a boat to Trenton, New Jersey for a long time. And then I woke up. And I slept on the sofa in my... There's nothing interesting about no. this. They say, they say telling people your dreams is just as interesting as showing people your vacation pictures. Whereas to you, it's unbelievable, but nobody else gives a shit. I've never gone on a vacation. Have you ever gone on a vacation? Me? I used to go on cruises as a kid. Really? Is that a thing in the UK? Yeah, but cruises here are like way fun, and they're for adults. Like in uh, Scandinavian countries, people go on cruises to swing, and I'm not going to go into more detail on that because there's kids in the room. Wow. But it's true. I found out about it because there was a bunch of people getting on a cruise, and one of the guys' bags broke open, and it was just <laughs> lotions. <laughs> it was it was a bunch of brooms, right? Yeah, it was a lot yeah. of brooms. <laughs> it was just a bunch of brooms and John's phone number. It was really weird. Callback. That's a callback. Look at me. We remembered. Look at me at a comedy fest. Oh, man. Fringe. (laughs) (laughs) You're like a lad in the city, just excited and happy. Oh, that was my uh, that was my TV show. Just lad in the fringe. No, lad in the city. Lad in the city. It was it was a follow up to Sex in the City. Didn't didn't do too well. It was just you playing a Jew hanging out with the red rooster. Yeah. (laughs) Getting up at 5 a.m., eating seeds. Just taking it in. Can you describe... Let's talk about this. I, I, you guys can take us news, but I, Vince McMahon is the head of wrestling, and he looks like the drawing of an Irishman with giant man pecs, and he's just he doesn't seem like a real person. Correct. What is it like to be in a room with that human being? I had a meeting with him. What is that? And I made him laugh once. How does he laugh? He goes... He, he, I'll show you. He goes, are, are you really Jewish? I go, well, I mean, I'm Jewish, but I'm not like... A super Jew, and he goes, huh. <laughs> There was, there was. And I go, I go, I'm super into like comedy and alternative comedy. That's what I like. And he goes, You mean like Jackie Gleason? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And I was trying to explain like kids in the hall and, uh, and, and, I, that's the show I want to watch is just Vince McMahon of professional wrestling trying to understand alternative art forms yeah. like uh, and now Vince McMahon watches Monty Python he's just yeah those men are dressed as women you're not lumberjacks where are the Jewish people I thought that was very funny and I did not appreciate you guys staring and you man from Kansas City you were laughing thank you very much I call that my Bo Jackson moment where I I, I, I hit a ball to the crown of the Royals' field. Yeah, I paid attention during that documentary. What a reference. 
Um, he, he A little known fact about Vince McMahon, apparently, this is what they told me, because I was going in as the comedy wrestling guy, and they were like, Vince McMahon loves Mr. Bean. Oh, boy. Yeah. How do you guys feel about Mr. Bean? Yeah, the, Mr. Bean is not oh. loved here. Like, Tegan likes Mr. Bean, but that's probably just to annoy her sister. Again, that was a great joke. I did not appreciate it. It's a callback. This is hard. What did you guys do today? Nothing. Anyway, so I told you, if they don't laugh, I'm just going to turn on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a real heel of the comedy world. That was an inside wrestling term, meaning bad guy. Yeah. More you know. <laughs> so Vince McMahon. Yeah, he's, uh, I mean, he's, listen, he's just like the god of pro wrestling. So the reality is, is he's like a real person, but like it's hard to say that because he's just, he holds so many people's futures in his own hands. And he's a billionaire. Well, he was a billionaire and then he went public. I know you know so much about the stock exchange. I know a lot about yeah. the stock exchange. It goes up and down and then banks. You guys know, anyway. Royal Bank of Scotland, what a great investment. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, well, he lost, I think, like $80 million in one day. Right? Oh, what the fuck? If I imagine Remember? that morning where you're like, what did he, just someone walks up to you and goes, hey, do you want the swimming pool? I don't know why the swimming pool costs $80 million. You want the swimming pool made out of kitten skin? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I do. $80 million. He's like, great, I got that. Oh, no. W were you there when he lost $80 million? Hang, hanging out? Yeah, you're just hanging out. Spooning with Vince McMahon? Yeah, yeah you, you and the Red Rooster up at 5 a.m. Yeah. Just applying oil to your supple skin. Yeah. About to get on a cruise in Scandinavia. I, I wish. I was not with Vince McMahon, no. No. Yeah. When were you pro? When were I pro? He's still pro. Yeah. All right. All right, listen, yeah. buddy. Just because Is this you're, a Q&A podcast? It can be whatever we want it to be. It's the Anything Can Be a Podcast podcast. Don't worry. I'm going to get Danny up here soon, and I'm going to make him make this funny. Right, Danny? Okay. <laughs> the Enthusiasm Kid in the back right there. Great wrestling name. Yeah, The Enthusiasm Kid? Great wrestling yeah, yeah, name. Yeah, he was a tag partner with the uh, gobbledygooker in 92. Yeah, The Enthusiasm Express was yeah, yeah, their yeah. name. They faced off against High Voltage. Yeah. High Voltage was Coco Beware and Owen Hart. They wore pajamas and Coco Beware had a parrot. It was great. How does everyone not love that? Yeah. This kid loves it. Yeah, what, hap what happened in your sports? What, people kick balls into nets? How uninteresting. In our sport, a guy died one time. Yeah. All right. A couple times, actually. What was that? That was in Kansas City. <laughs> it's not all about Kansas City, Los Angeles. But good callback, sir. And I like how you started out in Kansas City pride. Don't pretend to fly. We will kill you. Are you a fisherman, sir? But you do fish. You look like a fisherman. <laughs> She's heckling him. I don't know what that means, but that was so the like the dad response to it. Don't make me get his stuff, or I'll go into the sh I'll go into the shed and start whittling. I've never. I I'll take that back. I fished a couple times. I hate it. Oh what? I hate. What fishing. don't you like about fishing? A round of applause. Who likes fishing? Yeah, yeah. Guys, what you have to remember is fishing isn't about catching anything. It's about being drunk in the morning on a boat. It's what it is. There's no, like, sport to it. And then you throw the cans into the water, and then you try and catch the cans with your hook, and then your dad drinks too much red wine, and then he falls in with his boat shoes, and you paddle the boat away, and he yells at you for a long time about it. Who's drinking red wine on a fishing trip? <laughs> it's my father. My father is the most ridiculous. He looks like the guy on the mm. cover of a yacht. Yeah. Mm, throwing out my line. That's exactly it, but it's in a coffee cup. 
It's in a coffee cup from a box. Yeah, yeah, See, you know what I'm fucking talking about. And he goes, it's good for your heart. And then I go, not when you drink the entire box by yourself. John, you might want to get going. (laughs) Emergency down by the mop factory. (laughs) Um, So when I was a kid, we used to go paintballing in the woods. And, uh, Is that a euphemism for anyone? <laughs> well, <laughs> you make up your own stories. Uh, <laughs> let your imagination go wild here. And uh, so I like I just I, that's where I developed asthma. So I became an asthmatic. <laughs> How, where were they shooting you with the paintballs? Like in your mouth <laughs> yeah, repeatedly? They might have been. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know. You did that in your own heads. I had nothing to do with that. So I be I hate I kind of like hate the woods and outdoorsy stuff. I think ever since I I caught a I caught a case of the asthma. Well, that's <laughs> in Canada they passed a law for ten years that made paintballing illegal because and this is true the prime minister's son in like 1985 asthma it wasn't he fell down and tripped because his guard had paint on it and he hurt his knee and so they made a federal law making paintballing illegal for ten years and so instead they had something called plastic ball which is a thousand times worse. So imagine paintball, but without the release of paint, just a solid plastic ball shot at you from a gun. It was fucking the... W- I got shot in the neck, and I had to go to the emergency room because they thought one of these bones were broken. It was just shifted a bit, and a doctor had to put it back. Canada's a weird place. <laughs> is that how it sounded? No, he, it was a lady, and he... And he mis- it was a lady, and he... <laughs> It was a very, very handsome lady. (laughs) Big hands, wide back on that gal. And she massaged, because it's a tendon or something, and she massaged it back in and then went, whatever you do, don't shake your head for a long time. And so for my teenage years, I developed a phobia of going like this for a long time. And so when things I didn't like, someone was like, how did you like that? I would just go, I didn't like it. And that became your wrestling catchphrase. That was my wrestling. When I played the enthusiasm kid in ECW in 1999, I would just walk into the ring and say, I didn't like it, and then I'd get thrown through a table. That joke is very funny for the following reasons. One, Extreme Championship Wrestling was known for its gimmicks such as that, and it probably was actually thrown around because they had really weird things. Like, for a while, they just had a guy who would come out and chokeslam people, such as one time for Christmas, they brought out Santa Claus, and he just chokeslammed him through a table, and then a bunch of people in Philadelphia chanted, this is awesome. Um... We during our our show here at the Fringe where we watch bad wrestling. You're doing a show at the Fringe Gold. Whoa. Where can we see it? Ten o'clock, stand in the square. Cole Cabana and Brendan Burns watch shitty wrestling for an hour. Yeah, yep. This audience <laughs> seems like they would love that. So uh, one of the clips I have is a wrestler named the Christmas Creature. And he is the guy, he picks on Santa Claus. It's so hard to defend wrestling sometimes. (laughs) When there's someone named the Christmas Creature. It was a real thing. He was a bad guy. He was dressed up like a monster. Except he had like Christmas ornaments around it. It just sounds like, it just sounds like, what is it, Krampus? Krampus? Yeah. Or Sinterklaus. Sinterklaus? Do you guys, in Germany they have a bad Santa. And if you're bad, he comes and just gives you coal sometimes in your mouth. Germany's a fucked up place. That's a dead serious thing. My friend Pete Sandlager, he may have made it up, but my friend Pete Sandlager is German, and his parents had two Christmas ornaments. One was Santa Claus, and the other one was Sinterklaus. And if he came, he would also tickle you if you were bad. It was a whole bunch of things, but it's where coal came from. And also, like, people are afraid of Germans because they added an evil villain to Christmas. Oh, you don't, you don't think it has anything to, to do with... Uh... 
<laughs> to do with what? I don't know, I'm just a Jewish pro wrestler sitting up here telling my story. What happened between the years 1939 and 1945? I just, it got weird. My history book was missing that. Canada's oh, a weird place. Yeah. It got knocked out because of a paintball incident. Uh, that, Again, happen. brilliant callback. I'm going to make Danny come up here and save this show. It's already going pretty well. You laughed a lot. The sketch troupe looks unimpressed, but that's how I would look at your no, show. No, I got so them. don't worry. I got them. <laughs> I got him with a couple. I got a couple laughs out of these no, guys. You did, but I, I'm, I'm thinking about me. Oh, you're putting. I mean, because when you sit up here with a guest and you're going, "This is going shit." I mean, no, it's not you. I feel no. You're doing a great job. Eh, debatable. Guys, is Colt doing a great job? <laughs> See, look, John clapped one hand. A one hander. <laughs> yeah, but the other one's holding his pint. You can't tip that. Look, he spilled oh. it. A Scotsman spilled his beer. That For me. You guys are married now. For me. <laughs> and he laughed. Jesus Christ, we're breaking it all down. All right, so finally, so what are your shows? My sh shows? I only have one. Brendan and Colt sit in a room, watch bad wrestling for an hour? At 10 p.m., yeah, and do commentary to bad wrestling matches. Very creative title. Thank you. <laughs> what is your blurb? Just says C title? Yeah, uh, yeah, it says exactly what it says on the, on the tin. Is that a word? Yeah, it can be whatever we want. Yeah. This is the only thing can be a podcast podcast. We can do whatever we want, right, sir? Yes. Very good. What is your name? Ollie. Ollie. And what is your role in the sketch troupe? Uh, writer and performer. You're writer and performer. Here's, is this the entire sketch troupe here together? Just you two? And him? Ricky. Who are you? Groupie. You're the groupie? <laughs> which, which gentleman do you group? Are there groupies in wrestling? In wrestling, we call them ring rats. Oh, gross. <laughs> Oh, so like a, what do we call him, a sketch slut? <laughs> How's that? <laughs> or just a real, a sketcher. You're just kind of sketchy. I yeah. like how like everyone laughed at sketch slut and you looked at him like he just took a shit in your cereal. He's like, that is not what we are referred to as. We're just passionate about sketch comedy. Yeah. I love three things. Well-written humor. Performed in a sweaty room, that man's genitals, in that order. That means the show's good, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to spin it, brother. You've definitely been at this festival for two weeks. That means we're doing well. Screw you, Fest Magazine. How have the reviews been? Uh, they've been, yeah. yeah. She, well, she, she. They've been good. You just have, you have that glassed-eyed face of. Are there review? There's reviews in wrestling. Uh, our show got reviewed. Get out of here! How did it go? Uh, well, we make fun of the reviewers every single night, and we got four stars from a couple of people. Look at that! That's great. And we were like, "What fucking show are you watching?" Uh, but I oh, way to sell your show yeah. right there. I that's we got four stars. Who the fuck knows why? Yeah, I'm proud of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, in wrestling, yeah, uh, you, a match can get reviewed. Sure, a what's, performance. What's the best rating you've ever gotten in a match? Uh, oh, I don't, I don't think my match has even been rated. Get out of here. I don't know. Maybe three and a half, four stars. Oh, I've never what? done a five star classic. Is the number one, and um, uh, usually it happens in Japan. Is where those mm. occur. So for those who don't know, in Japan, wrestling is fucking badass. They think it's real because of nuclear bombs and. Uh, <laughs> That's a true story. Mm. And so they actually give a shit. 
Well, no, tell me why. Because of the nuclear bombs. I can actually tell you why. The reality of pro the wrestling. The reason why pro wrestling is protected in Japan is because when the bombs were dropped in America and invaded, they made it so they couldn't have a military and have any sports that encourage competition. So the only sport they could actually have was pro wrestling, and so they backed it completely. They've now gotten like football and a couple of others, but they still really appreciate pro wrestling to the point that one of the senators in the Japanese parliament is a guy named the great Sasuke, and he still wears his mask to the Senate. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Wait a minute, you don't say that. That's fucking the most American thing. Good for you, you Jap fucks. That was super impressive. Thank you very much. I did a report on professional wrestling in grade 10. Got an A, no big deal. As you should. Yeah, it was really well researched, and then someone called me a loser afterwards, but he got a B, so I'm the winner, right, guys? <laughs> I've, done, uh, I've done about a dozen tours of Japan. and uh, What are the toilets like? Oh, I bought a bidet. I came home from I've, Japan. I've never seen someone in my life so excited to talk about his bidet. And, do you guys know what a bidet is? A B-day? May 6, 1980, thank you, is my B-day. <laughs> At the fringe, telling jokes. Ah, da, da, da. It's called a... Mick, it's called a B-day? So you just fucked the French were pronouncing it our way? That's what that is? Okay, good. Yeah, in Japan, they have... I mean, it's just like the future of toilets. And you push a button, you don't have to wipe or anything. It just does everything for you. And I was like, why don't we have this in America? Went home, got myself a B-Day sponsor. True story, Brundell.com. And uh, they <laughs> Hang about. They sent me a B-Day. How do you have a B-Day sponsor? Uh, well, when like, you do you have to mention them every time you take a Dukaruski? They're like, <laughs> because of Brundell.com. <laughs> My backside is perfect for any situation. Be it a lady coming over and wants to throw a dart at it, or me and a pal have a mop and we're in Edinburgh at 11 p.m. Mm. It it the bidet would have lubed up that mop way easier. I mean, it's... Okay, I got a couple like breathing through their mouths there. The problem was is that I made eye contact with that kid who just looked at me and being like, please stop. I have so many questions, and my family will give me none of the answers. Have you ever thought about, ha like, have you ever had a, b a bidet experience? I did have a bidet experience. My dad rented an apartment that had a bidet. And not the side, like, side one. I'm talking, like, the full-on one. It's just, yeah, it's just part of the seat. Yeah, it doesn't come with instructions, so I turned it on way too much, and it launched me against the wall, and I dented the wall with my head, and then I had to pay a man to repair the drywall hole I made with my head. That was, I want to say it was 10 years ago. That was two years ago. Mm. It was really, really shameful. And then I had, my, I had to have my dad show me how to use a bidet, and it was a great time. Seriously, you've never lived. Like, you know how you're in love with him? Okay, well, show some enthusiasm, miss. That was a very curt stare. You don't fall in love with ring rats, all right? <laughs> They're just there. <laughs> what I loved about that, it was like, no one's going with it, no one's going with it. We are right on board! Yeah. <laughs> it was like a pixie song. Quiet, 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 loud, now. Um, so you, you, know, you, you know how you just kind of hang out and he never really introduces you to his friends and uh, <laughs> you only come over at night. You know? She hates us so much right now. <laughs> Can you get her a bidet to say sorry? <laughs> <laughs> Head on over to Brundell.com and use the code COLT10 for 10% off, all right? I'll take care of you. All right.
Are we gonna? I think I'm gonna bring one more guest on. Sure. That was the greatest way to end that ever with the the weirdest plug I think ever. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, Cole Cabana, everybody, Cole. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Thanks All right, ColeCabana.com. Woo! Woo! All right, sweet. All right, so Mick, do you want to come up? You both come up. Both of you come up. Ladies and gentlemen, Danny McLaughlin, Mick Ferry, everybody. They are not pro wrestlers. They are comedians. You can grab that stool. And Hello. And yeah, that'll probably pick you up, but we'll trade microphones. So Mick Ferry. We did have pro wrestling in this country for many years. Yes, you did. We're probably not going to talk about it, seeing as this audience is... Was giant hate with the Queen? Giant stacks, Big Daddy, uh, Mick McManus, Rollball Rocco, Dave Boy Jones, all them guys. It was good. Did you watch it, any of you? Yeah, yeah. It was good. What, every Saturday afternoon? Yeah. Brilliant. Just to watch it, to watch old women go mental. A, res a wrestler would be thrown out of the ring, and old women would gang up on them with their bags and kick shit out of them. It was brilliant. Every Saturday afternoon. Did you know the Queen used to watch that? Yes. She's also racist pigeons. <laughs> She does not. She does that. She'll run alongside him. She. Uh, <laughs> Just when I thought we were going somewhere weird, we all got right on board. <laughs> she's uh, she's a pigeon pigeon fancier, and she's got uh, champion racing pigeons. That's not true. That is true. That is true, and it's called a B day, and that was. Fucking annoying me the way you kept mispronouncing it. Uh, sorry, I couldn't concentrate. I was just, oh, I was getting angry. I could tell you're exasperated. It's a B day! <laughs> All right, so I want to talk about the Queen's pigeons. So I'm just to clarify, because as a North American, sometimes you guys use words and I think that I know what you're talking about and I don't. So I'm, the pigeons is in the like coo 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 uh, and she yeah. races them. Yes. Where does she do this? Uh, it just happens all over the country, pigeon racing. When you turn up at one point, and you let them out, and they've got to return to... Uh, it's all times. Homing pigeons. They home in to where they're meant to go. Yeah. And then whoever gets there first wins. Yeah. So Big prizes. I yeah. could go to a pigeon race well, in Scotland. Well, you're probably... Following it is a bit difficult. Uh, <laughs> they, have that, they are using the drones now instead of, uh, you know, instead of the US military using them. Uh, in so, wait, so the U.S. is using the military drones, drones for military supremacy. The British government is using yeah, it to track so, pigeons yes, for the queen. That's what we're doing. Yeah, your tax dollars at work, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, it's, it's exciting. Isn't? I don't know. It's, it's not, not better than baseball. It's not better than baseball. I've got to be honest. I actually do like baseball. Yeah, I, it's great. Because it used to always be on uh, late night here on Sundays and Wednesday nights. And as a comedian, you're getting late. There was no other sport on, so I'd watch yeah. it. So one one Sunday, I got in and I thought, right, whoever this was 12 years ago, I thought, whoever the whoever's the home team, I'm going to support them. And sadly for me, it was the Seattle Mariners. For those who don't know, that's a shit team. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ken Griffith Jr. did a lot of steroids. <laughs> what do you feel? So you guys understand this. So basically in baseball, it was a bunch of fat people hitting a ball for a long time. and then I could have played. I you, thought I was in the wrong country. Brother, you would have been in the hole uh, of I'd, fame. I'd have been a slugger. I would have, yeah, that's I'd have just had a runner. Babe uh, Ruth was 300 pounds and he strolled to the bases like he was on a T-walk. Like he just didn't give a fuck. And now steroids came. And I actually like the steroid yeah, he actually, era. he actually managed to uh, an infield on run as well, didn't he? And walked around the bases. Yeah. He didn't give a fuck. He had a cigar, yeah. stopped to meet a prostitute. What sport do you like, Danny? Um, football. What's your favorite team? Football, yeah, with the Oakland Raiders and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> the Super Bowl, yeah, it's really good. Touchdowns, you know, yeah. Chad Oakland. Oh, you're talking about your football? Like yeah. Or football. Especially if you use your feet. Yeah. It's even better, though. 
That's right, why let me fucking cold. just say that's this. They cold. use their football. feet in American football. How do they kick the ball? With their feet. It's just not, we're just not into definitions. North America is a much more accepting place. You guys are all about rules. So therefore, football. Well, yeah. Right. But there's more rules in, in American football, isn't there? You say we're all about rules. There's it's I've boring. Never, never seen Uriah Rennie just throw a flag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know what you just said. Yeah, <laughs> you were right. The, 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 the greatest referee this country has yeah. ever had. He's like a really hard Ainsley Harriet. If the referee is known, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it I is. know loads. I could name fucking loads of. Well, let's do it. Let's do it in a minute. Let's okay, time, time a minute. Time the referees. <laughs> Okay, come on, right, Danny. Come on, lad. Come on. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Uriah Rennie, David Ellery, Rob Styles, Andy Durso, Andre Mariner, Rob Swire, <laughs> Howard Webb. Thank you. Um, shit. Oh, Clattenburg, of course. Clattenburg. Jeff Winter. Graham Paul. Graham Paul. Who's that fucking Dermot Gallagher? Yeah. Kevin Friend, Keith Hackett, head of the referees for a little bit. Um, <laughs> Mike Riley, Mike Dean. Fuck my dude. Um, <laughs> and it looks like we've got fucking uniform as well. My favourite part was when you took a pause to go, head of the referees for a bit, and then kept going. And Hugh Dallas, just for you Hugh Scots. Dallas, the Scots, yeah. <laughs> But who's your favourite referee? Ooh. I used to like um, Rob Swire. Why? Because he had a nice watch. You know that you have the internet now. You don't need to look at <laughs> men's watches all the time. The internet? What is that? It's this thing. It's like you know, your computers? Mm. Uh, like DOS. It's like a DOS, only instead of just like binary code, it's like information and videos of like cats playing with balls. You can go on Instagram and follow Bethany and Tegan's developments. I've got proper mates and that. What? <laughs> All my friends live in Hungary and we talk about World of Warcraft. Oh my God, Knock really? on that. No! Oh God. I bet you're on that as well as a wrestling character as well, aren't you? I am. I'm on there as the enthusiasm lad. <laughs> what did you do? Chokeslammed an elf. What, what did you do? <laughs> No, how did you know what I did with my day yesterday? Yeah, I, was, I was watching you. Because <laughs> I haven't got the webcam, I just have to look through windows. <laughs> Old school creep. All right, final question for you, Danny McLaughlin. Yeah. Um, 620 at the Tron. <laughs> that was actually going to be my question. <laughs> and what is your show called? Um, feels All Right. Let's talk about it. Danny's show was supposed to be called Danny McLaughlin Is All Right. But it's now called Danny McLaughlin Feels All Right. What do you think is a better title? Is All Right, Feels All Right. God damn it, they were right, it's yeah. Just it's just me and you. Basically, the, the people, the, my management said I can't call it is all right because people might think it's shit and then not turn up. Um, so I changed it and, that's, that's and they good. still don't turn up. That's, so it's that's actually a good thing. I've always wanted to do that. I'd be on the restaurant I'd just say the food's all right. Yeah, the food's, yeah. And food's I think right. you'd be happy with that, wouldn't you? But, they, but they said, all right, people might think Rubby. it's shit. They go, it's all right. What's it like? It's all right. Yeah. yeah. I've not lied, have I? Have I? People just come out, it's all right. Mick Ferry's nonchalant cafe. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a menu as tea time menu is called it's called Mum's menu called Shut the Fuck Up and Eat It. <laughs> and 
and you, you, you don't know what it is. You, you know, it's just a meat dish, you're a meat eater, a vegetarian dish, you can't ask what it is, it's 5 and, <laughs> and if you ask what it is, uh, you just shut the fuck up and eat it. Excuse um, me, can we see the pudding menu, please? No, because no, you haven't finished your piece. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, just a bit of comfort food. Yeah, that sounds good. It will be good. <laughs> I thought it would just be all right. right. Yeah, it'd be all right. Yeah. Where exactly. would you have this restaurant? Um... I've not decided yet. <laughs> if Scotland get independence up here. Are you going to just move to yeah, Scotland? Yeah, I'm going to I kind of want to live in a country where the Tories have no power. Yeah, yeah. Well, Maggie out. It's a nice... It's a reference you won't get. But then, you, uh, but then you have to live in a country where people put brushes up their arse. Yeah. Well, I don't mind that. I've played Quidditch. Was there a condom on um, <laughs> I'm all right. We all play it different ways. And uh, <laughs> it, who are you to judge how we play Quidditch? Yeah, was there a... Oh, it doesn't matter. No, say what you wanted to say. Was there a, was there a condom on it? No. no fucking splinters, oh. mate. Oh. We had the Quidditch joke and you had to make it blue. There's children here who are trying to relate it to Harry... Danny McLaughlin. Someone should clean your mouth out with a B-day. Hey, thanks for saying it right. Anytime, Thank Nick. you. Yeah, cheers. I usually, if the B-days are in uh, hotel rooms, they're separate to the toilet, I just wash my socks in them and... <laughs> That's what they're for. I put beer in it, keep it cold. Oh my god! There's it is a separate B day. You just fill it with cold water, keep your beer in. Yeah, but how clean do you think that is? It's clean. I've not pissed in it. <laughs> that's what that's what the sink's for. That's. I, I gotta I, be honest. I agree with him completely. Yeah. <laughs> I love peeing in a. If you're Everybody a man, everybody does. Yeah. It's tremendous. You stand in there. You can read a book. It's the best. You look at yourself in the mirror and go, ooh, I need a shave. Particularly in hotel rooms. You, you, you go to the bathroom, you're actually looking at the toilet while you're pissing <laughs> in the sink going, I should really be doing that in there. But <laughs> it's the right height. Why aren't toilets that height? It's perfect, isn't it? It's yes. no effort. You just, well, done. Um, I feel like we've entered into a, like a, like we're telling a secret that is of men and all the women in the room are just like, look at that woman's face. She's holding her hand to her mouth in abject shaw while her father possibly or person that she knows is trying to eat his own hand being like I have peed in her sink every yeah. time I've been to her house <laughs> yeah when I'm downstairs uh, where I live if the, when the kids have gone to bed and I'm watching TV there's nobody downstairs I just go in the kitchen kitchen push the washing up out of the oh way oh my and, god uh, yeah facing that I feel like I know <laughs> So when you own a restaurant, what will the sinks oh, be for uh, there? You no, know, environmental health are going to struggle getting in there. Uh, I'll just have one massive sink. Yeah, mixed bathroom's got no toilet. It's just <laughs> so it's like demolition man. It's just sinks. What's the free seashells? Why is the free sinks? How dare you guys not get a reference to the seminal classic movie Demolition Man? It stars Sylvester Stallone as a man named I think John Torrance. No. Sorry. No. No. His name. Oh, what's it's not that. <laughs> oh fuck! You can't say no, then not no. No, you can't. No, you can. All right. You're the enthusiasm kids. John are Spartan. It John is Spartan. John Spartan, and he's up against Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Snipes, who has a Simon Phoenix. <laughs> that is his name. Yeah. <laughs> Thank the, the man that drives the helicopter is called Zachary. He Lamb. drives a helicopter. <laughs> he rides the helicopter. Right. And flies it. Have he you? Flies. Do you know how to tell a story? No. <laughs> and it's like talking to that was a that, that was the zenith of but that was pre-speed when she was Lenina Huxley. 
Oh, it's my it's my fourth favourite film of all time. What is? Demolition Man. I, I really? Yeah. What's number one? Yeah. Clash of the Titans, the original mm, one. No, I can you have a favourite film? I get annoyed when people say they've got a favourite. Because it's my favourite. Got like a favourite hundred. You can't, you can't see, because it's annoying. It means you've not paid enough attention to other films. <laughs> you piss in the sink. No, I piss in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> I piss in the sink while, while, reading, while reading film review uh, 2014. I just, I, I get, it's like when people say they've got a favourite song. You're an idiot. If you've just got one song that's your favourite of all Happy time. Happy by Pharrell. No, what? <laughs> God. Fucking <laughs> Why you didn't like fishing? Oh, that's a man. I don't <laughs> like fishing. With your bit then. Shit in it. Um, I love fishing. Oh, it's terrible it's fishing. I went once, and like you said, I got drunk, but it was stupid. <laughs> so I got, and got thrown off the canal for throwing bricks at ducks. Um, <laughs> it's really. That was when I was little. I used to give. They used to have the refresher sweets. Don't do this. It's cruel. It doesn't kill the duck, but from a refresher, and they sort of like <laughs> go mental. <laughs> froth up. Is that why there was it's like a giving a duck rabies? Yeah, like, <laughs> rabid ducks the next. Yeah. Superb. Don't do that. It's horrible, but you know it is funny. <laughs> the dog toffee is a good one as well. Too. Oh, toffee to toffee the dog. To the dog. <laughs> <laughs> We've learned so much today, uh, ladies and gentlemen. That is the show. Before you go, just one last thing. Uh, so I've had a bunch of guests on the show today. I would love to be able to pay them something. So please donate at the back. Look inside of your wallets. There's this thing called money. And your hearts. And your hearts. Look inside your hearts. And, it ha souls. and your souls. And that has money too. And take all of that money and give it to us. Because without these guys, this would have been a very long hour. But with them, we learned about Mick peeing in the sink. We learned about how Danny has shitty taste in music. We learned so much. <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite song, though? Of all time. Yes. Oh, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I like I like that um, Daft Punk one. That get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Do you know the song I hate at the minute? It sends me violent. Is that what? Oh brother, that one. Oh God! <laughs> you want to go and punch people in the street when you hear that? Wait a minute. What song was that, Mick? Oh brother. That, what's it? What's it called? Hey brother. Hey brother. It's, it's terrible, isn't it? It's horrible. All right. Well. Don't play it, please. I'm not going to play that one because you haven't described a song. You've just said words and then said it's shit. Yeah, it, it is. No, I'm just going to play some outro music so people are like, you know, happy and leaving, not just in abject silence while they think about you peeing in sinks all over the country. I've got a sink in my venue, actually, this year. <laughs> I have. It's at the back of the venue. Come and see for yourself. I've, they must have heard. Um, <laughs> I've not used it yet, but I will do before the end of the run. Yeah, I know. I that is if that's going to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> 8.15 every night, community projects. What's it called? Okay. It's called What's Going On. Is that... It's the And... Oh, my God, I don't even know how to end this. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for everyone you've seen on the show today. For Mick Ferry, for Danny McLaughlin, for Cole Cabana, my name's Sean Hastings. This is the Editing by Podcast Podcast. You've been an audience. I'll see you at the back. Thank you very much. Have a great night. Bye-bye.